It's Saturday, August 15. Welcome to a new episode of Bazaar. I'm your host Sid, and with me today is Shubham Mehta. So, for the, for people who don't know, Shubham is a chartered accountant. He's a CFA as well, and he's currently working with Love Local. I know Shubham for a long time, and you know, I was actually waiting for him to get on the show for a long time. So, I'm really excited for this, and I'm hoping to have a really good conversation with you. Thanks, thanks a lot, Sid, for such a wonderful introduction. Wishing all the listeners a very happy Independence Day. Yes, likewise, and I I think our topic really complements the occasion as well because uh, in this episode we are going to be talking about the investment potential in India, how it's climbing the ease of doing business rankings, and you know how the void left by Chinese app ban has been filled at a rapid pace. So. you know ever since the pandemic started i think every nation has realized that they need to shift away from china because you can't put all your manufacturing eggs in one basket this massive global supply chain which is dominated by china you know it is going to slowly crack and countries like usa canada uk they've already started looking for alternatives and you know china may still be the factory of the world but it will certainly not be the only player out there and you know i'm optimistic that this presents a once in a lifetime opportunity for india can't agree more with you said india can't find a better opportunity than this to become the next big investment or manufacturing hub across the world i think post what has happened de-risking will happen for sure and dependency on one single nation will reduce the lack of transparency which china had has led to an anti china sentiments floating worldwide and india seems to be an ideal go to replacement according to me with a population of 1.3 billion india provides a big domestic market for these companies cheap young and abundant labor is like an added advantage with around 75% of the population forming part of the working class india is in the best place to take this position away from china definitely i mean the the demographic and the average age of the workforce is what makes it such an exciting time to be invested in india and you know i i think modi has slightly tweaked his strategy before i remember you know the idea was to consume products made only by indian companies but now the plan has shifted to make in india and the aim here is to promote indian products made not only by indian companies but also by foreigners and you know the mission here is really to build a solid foundation that can catapult indian exports and you know enable india to be china 2.0 i'm i'm a little optimistic here but i think we can really achieve it definitely sir like how how pm modi has specifically highlighted the fact that india offers a perfect combination of openness opportunities and options uh the data corroborates the same like fdi flows in india is hitting record highs every year with the current year as mentioned by pm modi in today's speech with the current year hitting an increase of like 80% from the last year fdi caps has been increased in a lot of sectors like insurance defense and healthcare everyone around the world wants to be part of this growth journey of india and this is true specially for these global tech giants yeah i mean i i think the big tech companies are also acknowledging the fact that india is a big money opportunity for example jio platforms has raised a staggering 20 billion dollars in the past 4 months from 13 different foreign investors most notably of which are obviously google and facebook are the big tech investors here but i mean 13 foreign investors itself it it says a lot doesn't it yeah exactly like every investment house in the world wants to get a pie of jio like jio is just one example to be honest of the untapped potential of india if you look at the frontier technologies like 5g big data analytics quantum computing blockchain iot 
these are just few of the examples of modi government's focus areas and india is definitely on top of the investment list for these players you name it like every everyone wants to uh, invest in india like google has committed a sum of 10 billion dollars for accelerating india's digital growth i i agree that uh, a chunk of that has gone in geo but that is obviously for digitalizing the rural households in india i am hearing rumors that they might invest in policy bazaar also then maybe coming to facebook whatsapp is the biggest market for whatsapp india is the biggest market with like more than 400 million users hence the geo investment which facebook has made completely makes sense for them to monetize this base i i was recently read, reading and i read that all the iphone model suppliers for apple like foxconn bistron and pagetron are making huge investments in india to ramp up their manufacturing i think along with that walmart also topped up their investments in flipkart by 1.2 billion dollars so uh, all in all what i can say is fdi investments in india are really picking up the pace and it is it is just a matter of time when india will become the epicenter of all these foreign flows definitely it's a very exciting time as well i mean companies are already thinking of moving their operations to india on a larger scale i think all they need is a little push a little incentive you know monetary benefits and stuff like that you know ease of doing business and if modi can play his cards right india can emerge or at least contest to become a global manufacturing hub and a preferred destination for foreigners to park their money but you know i would like to also take a contrasting view here that don't you think that we also need a indian domestic company to step up in a big way because the problem with this model is that foreign companies might not keep all their money in india you know some of that money will be repatriated to their home countries and you know what happens is that if our entire population is being serviced by a foreign company that possibly can't be a good thing what what do you think about that uh i i would partially disagree with what you are saying said because you also need to keep in mind that today's india is different and it is planning to take all the steps which are necessary to ensure that the foreign companies don't face any hurdles to set up business in india i think the priority right now for us is to develop the infrastructure with the help of these foreign players which obviously the domestic companies can capitalize later on now if you look at any of these metrics all the metrics are also showing positive results India has moved up in the ease of doing business rankings by 65 or 66 places something in the last 4 years. The government is planning on creating a conducive and favorable business environment. They are doing policy reforms on a regular basis ensuring that they improve the infrastructure of the country along with political stability and quick approvals. Businesses in India won't be uh, won't be required to interact with the government much. I read I think the government is now working to get in place a fully digital single window clearance portal for the industry. The time which any company takes to set up or to start their business in India will reduce to a great extent. One more very key step which has been taken towards this is the ease in land reforms as well as labor laws and compliances which the Indian government has been planning to do. I very recently read a, t- a tweet by Commerce Minister Mr Piyush Goel where he mentioned that the government is planning to launch an online land bank portal which will give access to anyone in the world about the land parcels which are available in the country now this is a very huge step in terms of the transparency which they are providing to all these foreign companies yeah yeah i mean with the land and infrastructure points that you were talking about i think it's very important that we work on these points because india has been historically very you know slow to deal with these issues i mean uh, land issues and infrastructure issues is actually what is keeping us really back so definitely the the, the government is taking some right steps 
for, for example i also read that you know there were reports that the center is contacting more than you know 1000 global mnc's with units in china you know they these these mnc's already have their manufacturing units in china and basically what the center is doing is that they are giving them incentives to lure them into india you know modi has also told chief ministers to open up their respective states to to foreign investment by offering better incentives so i think the government is slowly making the right decisions and this could really benefit india in the long term yeah i think uh, if you if you like talking about mncs amazon sees india as one of the most important markets and thus they choose india as the first market for prime prime day this year which happened i think last month or so jeff bezos uh, during his visit to india in jan has said that what what his aim or his goal is to ensure that by 2025 Amazon should be exporting goods worth close to 10 billion dollars from India. So this surely is a huge boost to make in India, which our Prime Minister has been constantly focusing on right now. Yes, I mean it does really pay to watch what Amazon is doing and you know what are the steps that Amazon is taking. So if Jeff Bezos comes out and says that by 2025 they will be exporting goods worth 10 billion dollars from India, I think that's kind of a very big deal. And so you know apart from that, recently you know I was just reading all the stuff about these Chinese app bans and I was very intrigued with the you know entire scenario and the void that it has left in the Indian tech space. and i was just checking my twitter feed as well the other day and i came across some very interesting tweets and you know veteran angel investors from silicon valley are basically saying that if you own an indian version of the banned chinese app we'll fund you so if you have a app that is in prototype or if you have any business plan just start sending out those because uh, you know the opportunity is amazing and especially for angel investors and vcs as well i think you know this is a once in a lifetime thing and i i don't think they're getting any sleep right now i think they're just working 24/7 because a lot of deals are going to crack in the coming month or so <laughs> i think i think we should also stop right here and firstly send our business plan to these angel investors so <laughs> uh, yeah i completely agree to what you're saying but i think i think on a on a serious note i think uh, banning of these apps the 59 chinese apps was a really bold move by the government obviously uh, the issue with these apps was the fact that there was a potential of a data privacy breach as i understand that all the information uh, which forms part of these apps firstly goes to a server which is located in china there are rumors that the chinese government can access all that information so obviously because of this issue i think us has also banned tiktok that this has led to what we call uh, indian version of tiktok so all the indian apps have gained a lot of popularity as well as investment and now india with such a huge population is a huge domestic market for such apps for the likes of tiktok and all all these video sharing apps yeah exactly uh, i remember you telling me about this and i did a little bit of research and if you put a if you just take a look at the growth in tiktok ripoffs like roposo bolo india mods Uh, tiktok ripoffs are just you know growing at a crazy pace right now i think every day they are adding 2 million users to their custom base and the reason being here is that you know there is also increased internet penetration in rural areas which was not there you know 5 or 10 years back rural areas were not very penetrated you know internet was not really available with people so you know with internet penetration in rural areas there is increased uptick in these apps with more than half a billion people using smartphones in rural areas so definitely a very exciting time as well yeah and uh, also like microsoft is planning to invest in these indian regional social media apps uh, like share chat and more i was just looking at uh, looking at the play store i could see like 
they have got like more than 50 million downloads already so obviously the, this thing is picking up PSL uh, very very quickly now on the other hand what i heard is reliance is planning to acquire tiktok in india uh, seems like a very interesting move i'm not sure but this is what i've heard of <laughs> i would not be surprised if reliance buys tiktok india because we've already witnessed what mukesh ambani is capable of and he's been unstoppable this year he really has definitely mota bhai as they call it in gujarati has had the best year of his life reliance right now is the second biggest brand after apple on the future brand index to 2020 mukesh ambani is now the fourth richest person in this world so obviously the fortunes have changed big time for reliance and mukesh ambani this year and for sure india's dominance seems to be on the cards we just need to ensure that we make out most of this opportunity that is like the key to growing and becoming the next superpower definitely we have a small small window of opportunity and if we can you know make the best out of it it's it's going to be a very exciting time and you know especially if you're a retail investor in india there is a lot to look forward to so covid-19 has accelerated the inevitable and it has forced companies to move out of the comfort zones and to constantly innovate and you know if you would ask me i'd say i have some really big aspirations from the pharma sector as a industry you know because uh, the race for the vaccine aside i think there is a lot of potential in the api segment as well india imports around most of its api requirements from china and going forward with all the atmanirbhar craze out there i think this this is this is going to change so the first movers will definitely stand to gain because api itself is a very big market and if you think of buying individual stock you know if if you think that that is a riskier step for you to take you can probably you know throw a pharma focused mutual fund in the mix and apart from pharma i think telecom video conferencing streaming and e-commerce are some of the other industries with a lot of runway for growth the indian rural sector is also still underpenetrated we talked about it you know rural is a very big opportunity for india and i think that is what makes india such an excitement opportunity and even though the valuations of nifty sensex right now seems to be a little blown out of proportions because i don't really see any earnings growth right now but if i'm looking 15 years down the line i think you know uh, definitely there is a lot of long term potential for india oh yeah for sure i think pharma has been the darling of the street in these times stocks like drl uh, davis lab lupin cepla cadila biocon have all helped investors make a lot of money i have seen their results they have given extraordinary numbers for q1 obviously a lot apart from pharma in you see uh, even if you see in general also foreign investors have placed their bets in the indian markets i think fii flows in from the beginning of this fiscal if i'm not wrong is close to like 7 billion dollars in equity capital markets so obviously they are they are putting a lot of money uh, in these in these potential indian companies apart from the pharma sector i would just like to bet big on one more sector that is specialty chemicals uh, with players like srf pi industries rt industries they are expected to perform a lot better with the recent border tensions which is happening between india and china and the tightening of environment norms in china this will help these uh, this sector in a very big manner and obviously the strong demand which is coming from pharma and agrochem is going to play a very key role for uh, these companies so do do watch out for them uh, apart from this uh, since i belong to the startup world now i i don't think so i can end my conversation without talking about that few themes which i which i feel will play out in the startup ecosystem is obviously first is uh, e-commerce or retail these grocery vendors local grocery vendors uh, coming coming online and uh, maybe creating their own stores or the apps who are uh, providing home deliveries this is like 
going to continue because the consumers will uh, not step out out of their house so this is going to stay there for sure the second sector or theme i would say is edtech because now everyone has seen that how since schools are shut everything has moved online all the classes are happening online a lot of courses are coming up i very recently saw a yes. youtube ad which with uh, the, i think white hat white hat junior someone they're saying that they are teaching uh, or giving coding lessons to small kids of like 10 to 12 years of old so wow. obviously edtech is going to be a very very major sector uh, which is going to boom and apart from that now with the whole covid situation people will become a lot more health conscious uh, nutritious food apart from that maybe supplements sanitizers fitness products all these uh, will have a huge opportunity and huge market they that they will be able to capture uh, once the pandemic is over definitely i think companies really have to also realign their strategies you know because everything after this covid is over first of all i don't know how much longer this lockdown is going to go but once the covid takes a beating ultimately i hope it does companies will have to alter their strategies of how they appeal to the consumer as well so these three sectors that you told me about e retail edtech wellness definitely something to keep on your watch list and you know just keep tabs on it and i remember you know we were talking before the show and i remember you telling me how india also it's it's playing a very significant role in this fight against covid 19 oh yeah yeah for sure like india is seen as a very big contributor by the world to fight fight this pandemic the bill and melinda gates foundation like recently provided uh, 150 million dollars in funding for the two vaccines which is being uh, which are be, which are under trial stages which is being built by the largest vaccine player on the world serum institute of pune so that is going to be uh, a very big thing and the world is betting on this like india to come up with the vaccine is like super super important Uh, apart from this i was hearing an interview by uh, bill gates and uh, he has specifically mentioned that indian pharma is the potential of indian pharma is that huge that they are capable of making vaccines for the entire world so obviously like if if india can come up with a vaccine within the next coming months i feel the world will be its oyster that's a uh... I I really like that if that could happen very very good time for India ahead and to summarize you know to just wrap this up I would say 20 years down the road if the execution goes as planned you know we can really give the chinese a run for their money not run for their money dude india will be miles ahead I would definitely like to highlight this one slogan which everyone is using like vocal for local and aatmanirbhar like these are the key themes which the indian government is playing on and i feel that if everything goes the way things are being planned and uh, with a focused approach we will definitely be miles miles ahead of china that's really good i think you know that's a very good note to end the show on because india really needs this because given the current situation we are really betting on the long term and let's just hope that you know everything the execution is just flawless from here and uh, shubham again it was really it's what it was my pleasure to have you on the show i had an amazing time with you and i hope to see you back on the show someday thanks a lot sir likewise like it was it was great interacting with you and i really hope that we have many such interactive sessions cheers all right buddy people on the show may have certain recommendations to buy or sell securities but don't buy or sell based on what you hear do your own research before you make any informed decision you can reach out to us at the bazaar podcast at gmail.com we would love to hear what you think of the show your feedback means a lot to us because you know this will help us to grow the show and you know to 
make those tiny little adjustments for you and we just want to make this a great listening experience so do reach out to us we would answer all your questions i would be looking forward to any of your feedback that does it for today's show guys happy independence day again we will see you next week